This is News Talk. And as you can imagine, there's one man and one story on the front of every single Irish newspaper this morning, which is the death of Sean Rooney, Private Sean Rooney, who died, as the papers describe him, as a hero uh, in the Lebanon. So the Irish Daily Mirror front page, Sean died a hero. The Irish Independent murdered in the line of duty. The Irish Daily Mail, he died serving Ireland. The Irish Sun, nation united in grief. The Irish Steady Star, Peace Heroes, the Irish Times, Peacekeeper Killed by Villagers, Angry at UN Presence, and the Irish Examiner, Praying for Fallen Comrade. As the nation mourned the death of Private Sean Rooney, the community in Killeen County, Cork, prayed for his comrade, Trooper Shane Carney, who was critically injured in the attack. The pair were shot at... were shot at by a mob while on peacekeeping duty with the UN in Lebanon on Wednesday night. And the people in Cork gathered to support Shane Kearney's parents, Paddy and Phil, and his sister Amy at a prayer service where they also remembered Private Rooney, who died, and Father Tim Hazelwood said that they're just hoping and praying that he'll pull through. Um, this is obviously speaking about Trooper uh, Shane Kearney there. So that's on the front of the Irish Examiner, which has some photographs of Defence Forces members at last night's vigil at St. John the Baptist Church for Shane Kearney. And of course, the whole country obviously were expressing sympathy with the family of Private Sean Rooney, are hoping and praying that Trooper Shane Kearney will pull through and will be okay. Uh, certainly everyone praying and hoping for that. So that's on the front pages of today's papers, every single one of them, as I say. Inside the paper Surprisingly, there's not actually a lot on the cabinet reshuffle. I kind of thought coming in this morning there'd be lots of rumours and gossip and speculation about who's in and who's out and what Leo Vradker, Michal Martin, Eamon Ryan are thinking. There's very, very little about it though. The Irish Daily Mail does cover it uh, because obviously there's this big meeting tonight between the three party leaders where they'll sort out who gets what job uh, and we'll be told it'll go down to the wire tomorrow. Now you'd imagine they'll sign off on it all tonight and then we'll find out tomorrow who gets a gig, maybe who loses as a gig. But anyway, papers don't have much on it, but the Mail says that uh, Hildegard Nocton is favoured to be appointed as Chief Whip by incoming Taoiseach Leo Vradker when he appoints a new cabinet tomorrow. So Jack Chambers will be gone from the job because the Chief Whip job will be a Fine Gael job rather than a Fianna Fáil job. So uh, obviously Leo Vradker takes over from Michal Martin and Fine Gael insiders have said they expect Hildegard Nocton, who is already a Minister of State at the Department of Transport They expect her to retain her super junior ministerial status uh, and then obviously become Chief Whip as well. The current Chief Whip, as we say, is Jack Chambers, but that role will rotate. There is some suggestion that Jack Chambers could get a full cabinet ministry, but others say that he could get a super junior minister role. So don't expect huge reshuffling tomorrow because their hands are kind of tied. All the green ministers are staying where they are. Uh, and then you have to take into account geography and gender and politics and all this stuff. So we don't expect too many reshuffles there. I suppose watch maybe where Simon Coveney might go if Michal Martin takes over the Department of Foreign Affairs and Defence. Anyway, I'm sure you're all on the edge of your seat about that. We'll have the latest on the reshuffle today and, of course, tomorrow here on News Talk. I'll even be doing the news tomorrow because it's a big, big day in Irish politics, so stay tuned for that. Now, the Irish Independent, again, they've been covering Toy Show the Musical a lot in the paper. 
Um, and today is no different because they're now reporting that the Dáil's public spending watchdog, if you don't mind, this is the powerful PAC, it's asking RT to explain how much money has been spent on Toy Show, the musical. This is after it emerged, according to the Indo, that the production may not reach expectations at the box office. So Catherine Murphy, who's the Social Democrats co-leader, asked the Public Accounts Committee to request specific details from RTE. Catherine Murphy has requested an explanation of how much Toy Show the Musical costs and also the business case. Is there a need for Toy Show the Musical? Will enough people show up for it? It's understood that at a meeting of the PAC yesterday, TDs agreed to write to RTE to query how much is going to be spent on the musical there. I saw in the papers yesterday Alan Hughes uh, who is a well-known TV presenter on Virgin Media but he also has a panto and he is saying it's unfortunate that RT has entered the Christmas show market post-pandemic and he sort of felt that RT gets a bit of an unfair advantage with Toy Show the musical. I'm sure the musical won't be too upset with all the publicity every single day in the papers for it but interesting that the politicians are getting involved now with Toy Show the musical. Obviously, Harry and Meghan's documentary is all over the papers today because journalists have had a time to sit down and watch it. I watched it last night. Some uh, interesting revelations there. Uh, I'm not giving away any secrets here. I mean, we all know what happened, but uh, Harry saying that William screamed at him and that Charles was saying the things that just weren't true at all. But in The Sun, they have a poll uh, after, obviously, this has all aired and after the publicity surrounding Harry and Meghan. And the poll says that they should be banned from attending the King's coronation next year. Irish Sun readers, nine in ten of them, believe that Harry and Meghan should also be stripped of their royal titles. Just 8% believe they should be allowed to attend the Westminster Abbey service next May. And a whopping 93% of Sun readers think Harry and Meghan should be stripped of their royal titles. Only 4% think they should be allowed to keep them. Um, So that's uh, according to a poll of 33,000 readers in the sun. It's worth a watch. I have to say, though, after watching six hours of these people, I still cannot make up my mind about them. Every minute watching it, you go from I really like them to I don't trust them to I think they're great to I'm not a fan of them. I don't know. There's just something I find really difficult even after six hours to decide whether I like them or not. Not that they would care what people think, obviously, but it's difficult to kind of work out your views on them. One thing I will say, they do seem incredibly happy. So fair play to them. Uh, But Megan in particular, she's just so professional and polished that sometimes it comes across that you wonder is there a bit of an act going on but then others say no she's just being genuine uh, and she was treated really badly by the family but anyway if you've six hours of your life to waste it's all there on Netflix for you. Now final stories from the papers it's all to do with Christmas of course we've only what nine or ten days left until Christmas Day. In the Star we are told that scientists from the Nutrition Research Centre in Ireland have been working day and night with Santa to uncover the magic ingredients in carrots which help the reindeers to see and to remember where everybody lives and what they're saying now is essentially that uh, there's an ingredient known as carotenoids and essentially they're natural pigments found in healthy foods fruit and veg including carrots so we were always told carrots were good for your eyesight 
this seems to be true and it explains why the reindeer do so well on Christmas Eve. The other story in the Star about Christmas is that Irish folk are set to gobble over 7 million Brussels sprouts this Christmas. Supervalue says that's how many they expect to sell of their festive dinner favourite. Sales of Brussels sprouts uh, include... Well, what they're saying is essentially that last year they sold 250,000 nets of Brussels sprouts with approximately 28 in each net. So do the maths there. They're expecting that they'll sell about 7 million. So that means that every single person in Ireland will eat 1.3 Brussels sprouts. And again, we go back to the age-old debate. Some people love them. Some people think they're absolutely disgusting. The option is you don't have to have Brussels sprouts if you don't want to, but people feel it's a staple on the uh, Christmas Day dinner diet. But certainly Super Value expecting to sell 7 million Brussels sprouts this year. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.